Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. There are two options that are available to you when it comes to your life here on earth. You can choose to build your life on sand or you can choose to build your life on the rock, Jesus. This scripture is of him speaking, and I want to simplify it for you. He's saying, follow God's commands, and you will be wise with a solid foundation. You will be strong even when you are weak, because you have built your life upon him. But choosing to ignore God's commands is foolish. Because you have no solid foundation to stand upon. What is holding you if Christ isn't? Because see, when you choose to build your life upon him, things change. Because now your life is no longer your own. This is why a lot of us tend to stray away from settling down with God because we become so fixated on what we can and cannot do in Christ. We want this sense of feeling like we have some sort of control and yet we're still suffering. We're still going in circles. We're on this hamster wheel every day and it's just always the same thing, same routine, same job, same people, same thoughts. And sometimes it's even because we're waiting for this perfect moment to turn ourselves over to God. But if you sit and you wait for the perfect moment, you're going to be waiting forever. Because it's not your perfection that he seeks, it's your heart. You have to know that you can't get right on your own. Everything that you need is found in him. When you choose Christ, you become a new creation, meaning old things have passed away and a newness comes. That means that you are no longer chained to the weight of your past. You are completely separated in the spirit from what dad did, from what mom said, from statistics and what they say about your life. You gain a new identity. And the reason why I'm driving this point so hard is because I was you. And I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't proclaim to you that there is good news. There's hope. There's peace and joy. If you walk out of 2024 the same way you came in, then that's on you. You can make a choice right now. And that doesn't mean that the effects that trauma had on you won't still weigh on you because deliverance is a process. But what it does mean is that your fight stance will look a little different. Your weapons look a little different. See, you can only be free through Christ. John chapter 8, verse 32, it says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Notice how it says it's the truth that you know. Jesus, 
He is the way, the truth, and the life. So if you don't know him, then you're not living in truth. There's only one truth. And so you've got to be ready to surrender because he's waiting. How long will you wait? When will you learn that everything in this world is going to pass away? Only what you do with God will last. See, the reason you find yourself continuously living through the same things every day is because you are still attempting to fill the void in your soul with temporary things. Those things feel good for a moment, but what happens after? You still feel empty. What happens when you come off your high? You still feel empty. What happens when the alcohol has worn off? You still feel empty. It's because that void is a God-sized void that only he can fill. You are not called to live a mediocre life. And I will continue to beat this nail over and over and over again until it clicks. Because faith comes through hearing And you need faith to be ignited on the inside of you so that you can start living the way that God has intended for you to live. This is something I want you to take note of. Awareness is what provides us with access. If you aren't aware, you cannot gain access to what it is that God has available for you. For example, a lot of the time we're praying for things like peace. We're praying for things like patience, long-suffering, right? The ability to endure what we are going through, yet forgetting that these are fruits of the Spirit. The Bible says that He has given us the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23. And so when the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of you, the prayer isn't, God, give me peace. The prayer needs to be, Lord, make me aware of the peace that is already within me. Because if he lives inside of you, then the reality is, is that you already have it. But the problem is that you're not clinging to it. You're not aware of it. You're begging God for something that he has already given to you. If you would simply open your eyes. And so sometimes we have to change the language of our prayers to receive the things that God has already given us. You have to be aware. Awareness provides access. And the way you get aware is by spending time. Because this relationship, and I can't stress this enough, requires effort. It requires time. You have to ask yourself, where have I given too much of my time? And what needs to give so that God can have room? What do I need to push out of the way so that Christ can have full reign in my life? So that I can see him and so that I can hear him more. It's not that your prayers aren't working. It's not that God can't hear you. It's not that he's not with you. It's that you have to make room. If you don't choose to settle down with God, how will you ever gain awareness? If you would have told me when I felt broken, depressed, had sleepless nights, scared, tormented, that I would be a voice to my generation, I would have laughed at you. But I chose to believe that I was created for more. When God gave me the vision for this podcast, he showed me you. He showed me an entire generation suffering and crying out, refusing to accept that the answer is Jesus. There is more.